Welcome to the Polymath Experience. It's really cool to have you. Um, I'm super excited about this conversation. We So we met a few weeks ago, uh, got to talking because, well, I have a DAO, you help DAOs in many, many ways. Uh, but it's not even the thing that comes back. I, I love that conversation because one, you and I, we share the same passion for all of this and we care about decentralization so much. Um, and before we even jump into all the decentralization stuff, because I know it's coming and I know it's going to be great. We're at a very, very interesting moment in time right now for uh, crypto, Web3, blockchain, decentralization as a whole, because 2022 was uh, a shit show. Uh, I don't even know if I swear words on swear words on this <laughs> podcast anymore, but it's, <laughs> it's okay. How do you feel about the market right now? How how do you feel about where we are right now? Do we recover? Where do we go from here? What's happening? Yeah. Uh, so first, several thanks a lot for the, for the so invitation, uh, Polymas. I'm from France, as you can say, with my my accent. So I'll try my best with my French accent. Glad to be on your podcast. Podcast. Thanks for the invitation. And uh, glad to to see my favorite clonics again. So at the time we were speaking, we were, we were just experiencing a small, tiny uh, bull run upward uh, movement uh, from the market. But uh, yeah, we we are we really at the bottom of the market market right now. It's the difference between this beer market and the beer market that we experienced in uh, 2018, uh, for example, is that I think uh, on the builder side, people are less in a disbelief on, or, or less in a movement, you know, where when they are really anxious on everything. They, they do know. So people who are actually on actively participating in the web free space so that uh, it's already too big to fail. Am I too bullish saying that? Uh, but uh, all the smart money, <laughs> like the, the VC on the banks or on the governments are, are into it. This is the main difference between uh, right now and 2018. So uh, on the builder side, uh, there is a lot, lot of uh, really cool projects being built uh, right now. The last bull market uh, last year gave DAOs on, on all of the other topics of Web3, a lot of infrastructure on tooling uh, that are necessary to, mm. to go from uh, level one to level uh, two. So yeah, qu quite excited uh, on the builder side. Then on the investor side, it's a bit more difficult because VCs and private equity funds uh, right now are like sunflowers on a bit uh, toward the IA, artificial yeah. intelligence. On all the deep tech funds, all their LPs are um, basically people uh, who are not that much into the Web3 ecosystem right now. And uh, because of the volatility, mm -hmm. uh, those guys are a bit anxious uh, about the market. So it will take a bit of time for them to come back. Then, uh, of course, there is a lot of blockchain native uh, funds as well. So I'm speaking right now about the deep tech uh, funds uh, that are the more powerful yeah. ones on the market. But uh, we, we don't have to forget that there is more than 1,300 uh, blockchain first uh, native uh, funds uh, in the world. So so if you are a builder I right now... Know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 there is a lot of people for a small cake. <laughs> so uh, mm. this is a chance for for builders actually because it's the um, the VCs, the blockchain native VCs that are looking for entrepreneurs in order to be the first one on the on the deal. I've got a, a, a small tips uh, for builders if they change their bio on LinkedIn uh, on uh, working on something new and then three dots. 
Um, this actually is one of the keywords VCs are looking for uh, when scanning, scanning, scanning uh, yeah, uh, working on something new, and then uh, point dot dot dot. Um, on, uh, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. How do you know that? How do you find that? I, I know a lot of VCs, and I went to a conference wow. of one of them, uh, Jean Laroche Brochard, that is the VC in charge of Kim Aventure yeah, of um, in Kim. France, uh, the most active VC in the in Europe, and he was explaining that. There is so many VCs that they, they just want to be the first one reaching to the interesting inter- entrepreneur. On um, yeah, of course. Do you have any idea, like the the value those three hundred and eighty funds represent? The the um, AUM they have? No, no, at all. Um, it's it's one thousand. Yeah, that would be that would be so uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I don't oh, have anything. Oh, one thousand three hundred. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because there's. There, there definitely is. I mean, it's it's one of the biggest skills that is needed still to this day in in this industry is developers. And you can have as many founders as as you want uh, if you don't have the develop the development power to build uh, the, the infrastructure. It's it's going to be tricky. And and we're still in a it's it's still the wild wild west out there. There's still so many projects and not a lot of like serious businesses people who who have because i i think i think what might have happened is a lot of people jumped from who weren't quite successful in web 2 jumped to web 3 and thought ah it's so crazy there's so much uh capital uh i'm pretty sure i can just jump uh launch an nft collection or a token and uh, it's definitely going to pump. I'm going to find like uh, 10,000 people who are going to invest, and they, <laughs> they end up in, in disbelief because it, it's it's not that easy. But it, it's hard to even. I mean, I, I've been around a little bit as well, and and it, there's still so much noise. It's still hard to catch a real good project early. We can talk about DAOs. We can talk about everything else because I'm pretty sure with your uh, traditional finance background, you, you could talk about the whole thing. How do you, if you catch a project early, how do you vet it? How do you personally look at a pro- at a project that is Web3, supposedly decentralized, and how do you say, all right, um, these guys are, are going to make it, these guys are not? Well, this is a one billion question. <laughs> uh, I look at the uh, core team, uh, the builder uh, reputation in the space, or their uh, self-stayed uh, expert uh, coming out of nowhere, or are they truly people who who have a deep understanding of the space? And I look, of course, uh, of the previous af- achievement of, of those people. And mm-hmm. then uh, I look of the quality of their contributors. Uh, if it's a decentralized uh, community, I, I, I look at mm-hmm. um, who is part of their organization, who is uh, looking at uh, their what they are doing. Um, super interesting. So on the uh, on the first part, because being anon is a uh, being anonymous is a big thing in Web three. I I like it, as you can tell. Uh, I think it's very powerful because I think it takes away spotlight from the founder and put it on the project, which I think is I think is is really good. Um, it's really tricky because how does it work? How do you check the track record of someone who is Anon? Do you think the Anon thing will remain a thing in the future? Or do you think people will have to prove? Because the whole cycle of VC to Anon pub, uh, founder to the public 
and and you see all the funds, you see all the marketing, and then you you invest. Like it's it it doesn't build trust. It doesn't. I don't think that's the future of 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 Web three. How do you approach? How would you personally mm. like see this? Yeah, super in, this? super interesting. Uh, I'll say you can still stay anon and have a track record. Um, so some some tools are made for this. Uh, if we take the example of uh, Degen dot score, uh, I'm not sure. Do you or are you familiar with it? Um, so no, I, I'm not. It's, It's a tool, so it's based on your on-chain activity, right? On the transaction you've made with okay. your wallet, uh, that is your identity on the blockchain, right? The more difficult airdrop you add, uh, like uh, optimism airdrop, that was uh, pretty pretty hard to get, or the more uh, yeah. uh, ICOs on um, blue chip coins uh, or blue chip NFTs you add, the more your Degen score is high. So uh, this truly is a reputation builder on a tool that you can use wh uh, while staying anon. This kind of solution can truly be... That's really cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is uh, really a great solution, Degen score. I'd only thought of it in terms of social because I'm more of a human-based person. Like I, I, I like having a conversation and my intuition will say, but obviously... It, it's hard to do if, if someone wants to say anonymous. I, I'd never really thought of it as, well, the track record that you have on the chain can be mm. proof. Do you think it's enough or do you think it's it should need more? And, and if so, what, what do you think it should need? Of course, it's not enough, but it can give you a first understanding of the deep expertise yeah, uh, someone can have on, on this of that topic. If, for example, uh, this person was a, a huge uh, contributor of MakerDAO or, or I don't know, uh, Uniswap, yeah. uh, then you, you can trust that guy on uh, I don't know, the, maybe the treasury management of a DAO uh, if, he, if he was uh, in charge of this or uh, the community side. Uh, yeah, so. that makes a lot of sense. And, and even Like we're we're still very early on, so even if it's if you're not a huge contributor in a huge project, but if you if you start like leaving pieces of you know like bits of contributions here and there, and and you're active in this or that community, it doesn't matter much right now because we're too early on. Because like even to, I I wouldn't know how many like real businesses there are. There there aren't that many. And and but in in five or ten or fifteen years, and then this will work. Uh, you know what? Let's jump into let's jump into the DAO stuff because you have such a. I was I was absolutely impressed when you when you started telling me about um, yourself and your your track record in, in crypto because we got in at about the same time five years ago in 2017. But my personal part of the journey was. Go all in, uh, ICOs, 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 money, 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 like completely sucked into the, um, the, the bull market for, for eight months or something. Um, looked at some of the tech, but not much. And then when things started going down in 2018, then I really started to dig in. And, and it took me like five years, four, four years to maybe really know what DAOs were about, but you were, 
an early contributor in Uniswap. If I'm not making a mistake, you were yeah, also yeah, an right, early right. contributor in, in MakerDAO. And let's take this opportunity to really like uh, go back a little bit on your journey, uh, how you ended up in Web3, how you ended up in, in DAOs. And if you get off track, it's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll come back and I'll ask those questions again. So I'm coming from a, a small town in the suburb of Paris, and I have uh, deep connections with my friends that were with me when I was uh, six years old. Uh, and I stayed uh, with friends with, with those guys that, that are twins. And in 2013, those guys put all their... So when you are studying, you have to take loans, okay? And they yeah. took all their study loans and they put it <laughs> on uh, Bitcoin. And we were just thinking those guys okay. were completely crazy. And, and they, it, it went quite well for them. And so it's thanks to those guys that I've been introduced to blockchain quite early onto crypto because I saw the opportunity of it. Not because I was familiar with the tech, but because I saw the opportunity of making money. I want to yeah. be clear on that on that point. Uh, I wasn't a, a tech guy at the time. I, I just had the chance to have two friends, real close friends who who made millions uh, back back then, who introduced me to the crypto space quite early. Uh, so uh, it took me a while. So I, I, I arrived in 2016. And since I arrived in the space, I spent my whole days digging the space. Mm. Uh, I was super into it, uh, super interested in all the aspects of it. So first, on a more philosophical uh, point of view, this is where I, I met DAOs. Uh, at the time, uh, the DAO, uh, that was one of the first iteration of DAOs. Uh, so some people say Bitcoin on Dash are the first iteration of DAOs, but the first project naming it was the DAO in 2016. And uh, it made a lot of buzz at the time. And this is how I've been introduced to it. And digging more into that space. So Maker was making its uh, funding proposal at, at the time. So uh, it's the moment where a DAO is deciding on their value. Uh, what, what are, so it's a huge, uh, it's a really important process in the DAO deciding their identity. So I arrived at that moment. And yeah, then it, then I got interested in more DAO. Mm. So Aragon, uh, the DAO tooling quite early, Uniswap, that is the more powerful DAO right now. And then, uh, so first it was those big DAOs. And then we saw an explosion yeah. in terms of DAOs on variety of DAOs. Since then, I've been in up to 100 DAOs. On the same time, so it's always 5 to 10 DAOs, uh, no more. I know that Koopa Troopa, that is, uh, <laughs> that is uh, he's, he's working on uh, 40 DAOs at the, at the same time, but I, I can't do that. I, I've, I've been in DAOs since then, um, from uh, decentralizing the access of space uh, with MoonDAO to uh, uh, self-development DAOs, to uh, DAOs in order to make money uh, uh, with bees, to uh, vertical farms DAOs, to... Uh, uh, <laughs> that's insane yeah. okay what's what's the weirdest the weirdest but best executed business model that you've seen for DAOs because that was one of the questions that I was that I was thinking about there there was the DAO buzzword uh, phase mm -hmm. where everyone was launching a DAO where every project was launching one um, because I, I think that people understand there are good values behind a DAO it, it, it kind of in inherently means that you, you want to build something that belongs to the people who make it up. But when you get into it, you get in through that promise, but it doesn't always happen like that. Uh, Cause we say, Hey, there's blockchain. So there's transparency. So you'll know, but there's still ways to manipulate 
data and to and to and to do pretty much whatever we want. And so in in all of this, like you're, you're mentioning some some pretty interesting use cases. What's the yeah weirdest, coolest DAO business model that you've seen? I'll think about the weirdest, uh, but one of the coolest I've seen yeah. uh, uh, recently is all the DAOs in the refi ecosystem. So the impact to earn DAOs, you make uh, an action good for the planet or for the animals, and uh, you're being incentivized for that, and not only with uh, with money, but so maybe the refi DAOs are the one where the reputation is the most important important because people are so grateful towards people who are acting in a good side for the planet. So, so those DAOs are, are, are working How does that well. work? Puzzle Planet, uh, for example, is by taking photos of all the actions you can do. Some other ones are working uh, with trust. So mm-hmm. those are really cool DAOs, new way of uh, doing things, and, and it's working really well. The learn to earn vibes is, is uh, something I'm following uh, a lot as well, because right now we have to spread education about DAOs. So everybody in the space knows about NFT and Metaverse because it's so sexy, but uh, they don't have any... Yeah. They know about DAOs, but they don't know how much it's real uh, right now. And so uh, there is a lot of work to do on the education side. And uh, there is a lot of projects that are educational projects around DAOs and blockchain. And all their batch of students on a DAO. They are using all the things they are seeing in classes, like NFTs, token, right of vote, uh, etc. In uh, the batch, uh, because it's an intern economy for the school. So this is super cool. That's really cool. It gets me wondering, I mean, I'm obviously very interested into the educational side because I've told you a little bit about the, the future of uh, my project, uh, JPEG Vault and, and, and Project Magenta that we've started to uh, talk about. And education is definitely a core concept of it because it's really important. I think the learning curve, if you want to buy crypto, the learning curve is already pretty high because... There is so much information. You, you need to realize who you are as an investor, what types of investors suit you. You have to make a lot of mistakes because mm-hmm. no one gets good at investing before uh, before hurting yourself a little exactly. bit and losing yeah. some money. But if you want to get involved into the space, it's a whole other ballgame because it's even if you're experienced in business, you have people who have a lot of web to experience, a lot of business experience, and they get into the space and they're they're still smart and they still understand the general dynamics, but it's such a huge shift of, par- of paradigm that they end up they end up pretty lost and and not um, not really knowing how to address yeah. this. And so there is, I think, there is a real responsibility for the people who are at the top of the learning curve to kind of mentor and help the people uh, who are mm. uh, coming up. And and I really care about this, and I know that my co-founders and team really care about this as well. How does such a like business model work? It can be refi, it can be the the educational, because if you have money coming out, you ha- you need to have money coming in, and so. How are those? I'm really interested into refi because I I saw it come. Like I read a couple articles. Uh, my friend who's not in Web three told me about it and told me like he's interested about it. And I've been trying to get him into Web three for years. So that's his uh, way of of entry. How does it work? Like if you get paid for. Uh, posting a picture showing that you've done a good action. Where does the money come from? Depends on the business model of the of the refi DAO, uh, but the, the money can come from grants uh, from uh, the city, a state, uh, or government. It can come. Uh, mm. pr- it can come from uh, private companies that have a will to um, 
to act uh, responsibly for the planet. It's, it's like a classic NGO, but as other business acting as a DAO, the power of it is that it can be 10 times more uh, powerful uh, when it's growing. Just to go a bit uh, more on the yeah, subject, please. really one of the, the main reasons why people are building DAOs is because they understood that it's 10 times more scalable than a classic company. People get incentivized so well and they really have a power of uh, decision on the business that they work not 10 times more, but uh, all their uh, work has 10 times more impact. And this justifies the fact that uh, a lot of uh, contributors of DAOs are earning more than uh, $10,000 a month compared to traditional uh, uh, worker in the in a traditional company uh, because th their work have so much impact uh, on the on the business. We can say that last year or 2020 were uh, the first exper experimental years of DAOs, but it's already nowadays a 10 billion dollar business uh, globally. So this uh, really shows the power of acting with a wisdom of crowd in a company. Yeah. Everything is going 10 times uh, more fast. You all of the skill sets you need in your company so you don't have to scout uh, or uh, reach to people in order to hire them. So it, everything, everything is going 10 times faster. All the decisions are made 10 times better because of the wisdom of crowd. So when they will have no friction in the way that those companies are working, maybe I'm, I'm not that uh, objective, uh, but or maybe a bit too enthusiastic. But I'm sure okay. they will we don't be, care. You don't I'm need sure to. They will be unstoppable because, uh, like, come on, I it's agree. already a ten billion dollar market. The, the book market is only six billion dollar. It has been there for two thousand years. So that's that's insane, and it's already like it's it's what five years in. It's insane. Uh, okay, there's so much to unpack. How does someone make ten k a month? by working in the DAO. Uh, I know you've said this on other podcasts and I willing, I didn't listen because I, I just wanted to get the answer straight from you. Yeah. What DAOs, what do people need to do in order to really make uh, a good living? Yeah, so 12% of DAO contributors are making more than 10,000K uh, a month. Uh, so this is huge. Why? Because some people have uh, just the specific skills the DAO needs uh, in order to to work because those uh, company can really quickly have a huge treasury. Uh, they are incentivizing their contributor so well, and there there is no like in a classic company. Just in, in order to organize my thought, uh, in a classic company, <laughs> the mass of people is there with only small wages, and everything is given to the boss. And in a DAO, it's better um, splitted between the core contributor. So that's one thing. In order to illustrate this, last week uh, the Uniswap. Uh, uh, the Uniswap core team gave uh, an Excel spreadsheet. So on their uh, Twitter, on their Twitter, they posted an Excel spreadsheet with all the costs in total transparency. The Uniswap DAO uh, will have uh, next year, and um, you can see that uh, some of their co-contributors are earning up to 500k uh, a year. This is not even enough for those people who are really. Uh, bringing the protocol to to life. So what do they do? What do those people do? Those contributors uh, who yeah. make so much. They can be in charge of the strategy side of the company. They can be in charge of the development of this or that uh, sub DAOs, uh, sub project of the of the DAO. The main uh, job contributor in the DAO are doing is community management, right? On uh, on organizing mm. the the crowds. And those guys, because they are so important, are earning a lot. Some of them who are working on giving the core teams the good information from uh, one of the best and the most important sub-DAOs of a DAO can earn a ridiculous amount of money a month. That actually really. leads... 
I was going to say that actually leads to a, to a question that I've been wondering for myself. Um, in in traditional business, the the way salaries and retributions are structured is quite simple because you have uh, stakeholders and and I mean stock owners and the people who run the business who basically try to take as much value as possible. They try to optimize, try to cut costs wherever they can in order to optimize productivity and profit. So it's, it's pretty simple. You basically just pay yourself as much as possible and you give away as much as possible to the, to the stock owners. It's literally in the law in the US, for example. And uh, the CEOs and the C-suit and the higher suit executives kind of make as much as as is possible uh while being between the the, the stock owners and the, and the employees employees get the minimum and the rest so how do you find the right balance i've been wondering this for myself like when uh our business blows up and we start making a lot of money mm. how do we decide how much should the team get paid the people mm. who are contributing the most and how much should be uh, decentralized uh, or like given away to, to contributors and how also, because it, it's value, it's, it's a question of price. And so how, and how do you value someone who's a moderator? How do you value someone who creates content? How do you value all of this? How do you value DAO contributions basically? Yeah, well, that's a, that's a tough question. Um, I, I, but that's funny because I was speaking about it uh, with some uh, clients of mine uh, yesterday. They just created a DAO, so they just went decentralized. They were asking me, the ex-CEO in charge of the strategy part of the DAO, was asking me, how much should I pay myself uh, <laughs> right now? How much? Yeah, uh, it's an important ask, question. Yeah, how, how much can I ask from the treasury of the DAOs in order to pay myself as a next CEO on a... On, uh, Core team right now in charge of the strategy of the DAO. It's it's yeah. What it's, did you say? <laughs> yeah, I I just told him uh, this can be subject to vote. Like you can vote this with with your with your community in total transparency, saying okay. So what is my value? Like if I was if tomorrow I'm leaving the DAO, uh, will it still work? Then what do you think is my value in the DAO? Doing this, you won't have a, a, clear, a clear answer, of course. Right now, what is happening is that there is a kind of gris de salaire, a kind of... Um, uh, yeah, a sheet, yeah, grid, sheet. Uh, salary grid. Salary yeah. grid uh, that is existing uh, right now based on the size of a DAO. A community manager in the DAO uh, will be legit to take that much money amount, uh, everything. But okay. this is because it's it's still uh, brand new. There isn't in any proper process to, to do this. But uh, I'm sure that really well, really well, and, and maybe in... In less than one year, DAOs will have a, a response for that. As in a company, uh, how does the head of Google or the head of uh, Facebook choose uh, to be paid uh, one million a, a year? This is this will be in discussion, and I think they will have much improvement on those topic uh, in in the coming year. I, I want to add something. It's there is so much people uh, working for DAOs right now. And uh, it's so it's being so real that it's a new way of uh, working. That there is a new tool as Utopia, uh, for example, that is providing DAO contributors with a retirement plan, a plan, sorry, insurance, uh, medical insurance plans, everything like uh, classic employees in a, in a company. And this really shows we are beginning to be at a state of maturity uh, where uh, they yeah. 
DAO contributors can even have such things uh, as social in, uh, insurance. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. It, it really goes to show that we we you were saying this earlier in the in the conversation the that the the we're maturing and people have more trust in in the ecosystem as a whole and and we can see that the scale of what happened last year mm. should have made us go to zero we should be at like bitcoin at 3k and, and ethereum at like 200 but we're still at decent prices considering the catastrophes that that we live and yeah the fact that you're that you're starting to see such one opportunities for contributors And to the, those types of benefits, I didn't know that Utopia existed. This is very interesting. I'm, I'm definitely going to reach out to them. Um, what is, if someone was like, listen to this conversation, uh, loves what you're saying, and it's like, okay, this is something that's interesting for me. What type of a DAO uh, should they be looking at? What DAO should they be looking at? And, and what are the skills that are looked for uh, right now? We've started to answer this, but anyway. So the first question, uh, sorry again, is how should someone uh, choose the DAOs they want to to be part of? Yeah, or what DAOs come to mind for you that you know are offering uh, opportunities to to earn uh, to earn a living right now? Hmm. To respond to the previous question, so there is existing job sites, uh, websites uh, where okay. uh, are listed. I, I will give you maybe the the site so you, the website so you can uh, list them yeah, uh, below the description it. of the podcast. Yeah, this could be a good way for a contributor to uh, or someone who wants to be part of a DAO on on make a living of accounts the DAOs that are looking. Uh, of uh, to reward uh, contributors but uh, I, i'll say the better the best way to do things is just like in a theater club sports club a book club just knock on the door go in the mm. discord of the dao that uh, really fits uh, your uh, personality not only the aim of the dao fitting your purpose but as well the mood into the dao so if mm. you belongs well to a dao you will uh, spend a lot of time working for that dao and uh, if things go well, they will start paying you for it and you will make a living of it. So DAO, in that way, best way for someone who, who wants to quit uh, his 9-5 gradually on a work on a topic uh, that he's passionate about. It, it can be a really uh, a cool ex exit for starting um, some freelancing as a contributor for DAO. What, what was the second question again? What, what, what types of skills are, are, ah, yeah. are looked for that you yeah. know currently DAOs are, are looking for? Yeah. Every type of skill is, is uh, looked for in a DAO. So the number one uh, skill uh, looked for is community management because of course so our brain is only uh, capable of uh, having uh, 150 uh, relations. After Speaking with 150 people, our brain is totally uh, overwhelmed, confused. Imagine a DAO with uh, 30,000 people. You will need uh, groups of people uh, in sub-DAOs or in groups ma made uh, with the skills oh. of the people. In order to organize uh, all those people together, you will need uh, coordinators and uh, community managers uh, in order to educate and activate your main contributors. So this is the, the most needed skills uh, for DAOs. And then you have, uh, they need a dev, uh, smart contract, full stack, as well as designers, as well as uh, people, finance guy, uh, marketing, uh, communication. So all the skills, I think uh, basically you can have all the spectrum of the existing job uh, company, can be needed yeah. for DAO, uh, even scientists, even more manual jobs. This is interesting. I've been working for DAO that wants to be a decentralized ring uh, manufacturer. I don't know uh, how we say that in English, okay. but 
they are making um, yeah. ring on necklace, luxurious ones, and they want to be decentralized. So those guys need a lot of um, artisans. Yeah, what is artisans. I, I artisans. Think, I think yeah. the word. Okay. The word. Um, yeah, I think it works in English as well. Yeah. Okay. So they need uh, a lot of yeah jewelry makers. We'll jewelry them. makers. So they need a, a lot of people who acti uh, actually can work with their hands, uh, even if the organization is decentralized. So yeah, the yeah, spectrum that's, is uh, that's insane. How yeah. okay? How does it work? How does this specific business model work in a decentralized manner? Who makes the decisions? Who makes what decisions? Who's in charge of the creative direction? Uh, who's mm. in tra charge of quality control? Like, mm. how does this, because in DAOs, and it actually leads into one of the questions that I had that I, I'll keep for a, in a little bit, but how would that work? Super cool to, to speak more uh, deeply uh, about about this particular DAO. So uh, the guy... Uh, What is it called? The name of the DAO uh, isn't isn't out right now. The company, okay. I will, you, maybe you can link it. Uh, I will I will give you the name. So the guy who had the idea of this DAO has been working in the space for more than uh, 20 years. It was hard for him to make rings with materials coming from uh, all over the world. So he had this mm. idea, crafting things uh, with a decentralized organization. So the way it's working, so I'm working, I'm helping them being a DAO. It's not a DAO right now, but uh, it will soon be one. The way it will be working is um, they will decide on the products uh, they want to, to make uh, together. So imagine uh, the five ring uh, of the year 2023 they want to make. They will recruit the craftsmen, so the jewelry maker from uh, all the country they need uh, for the materials. So imagine for a ring, they need a diamond from uh, Africa, Central Africa. Uh, and then for the diamond to be in place, uh, they need uh, yeah. special uh, material coming from uh, Asia. In uh, Africa, uh, they will have one contributor uh, working on a diamond. Uh, then in China, they will have this guy making a specific clip in order for the diamond to, yeah. to be on the ring. And then uh, everything will be shipped in another place where a contributor will put uh, all the things together. And then they will get the ring. And then all the revenue of the uh, sale of the jewelry will be split between the different contributors. So this is a super clever way to, to do things and, and I hope this kind of uh, decentralization in a craft work uh, will uh, be spread to other stuff as uh, woodworkers, clothes, clothes, uh, everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's super exciting. Yeah, it, it's, this is literally, okay, not literally because I, I never, I, I haven't thought that much about uh, jewelry making uh, per se, but the, the um, value creation process is one of those things that Amazon is for me a perfect anti-example because they are so good at processes. They, they have optimized every single little thing from the beginning to the end. Mm -hmm. And because they are so good and they manage to um, basically, they're so important and they're so powerful because they capture the attention that they're capable of saying, hey, uh, you're only going to be, be making five bucks for this. But in a decentralized manner, by using those technologies for transparencies, for accountability, my hope five years ago when I started getting into it after that infamous bull market was that we would take those processes and we would take those systems, this optimization, and then we would put it in a decentralized manner so that every person along the value creation process will 
um, earn as much as uh, they're owed something that is that is fair and decentralized. And so seeing like hearing this for me is is really amazing. I I I didn't know that that existed. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, do you think that DAOs will represent a majority of of how organizations are built in? like 50 years or 100 years you're giving me ghost bumps this is my my dream i'm asking myself this question every day will it be fully decentralized will it be a mix between the actual way things are working on on things taken from the web free space um this i don't know uh, what i do know is that up to beginning of this year every daos was company uh, so tech company on uh, web free uh, native uh, companies right now we're seeing uh, use cases of dao that has nothing to do with tech as a uh, zoos okay. uh, jewelry maker as i said schools uh, other stuff so it's, it's it expanded uh, outside the web free uh, mm. space i do have uh, an uncle uh, that is working for a big bank uh, in europe on uh, they had a, a training uh, on daos okay. uh, in the bank i spoke Wow. With, yeah, yeah, I spoke with big companies that are actively thinking about rede redesigning their government governance system. Because come on, like the the way it's done uh, nowadays, uh, shareholder in a board of uh, shareholders uh, giving a paper to someone uh, with all the instruction uh, being said in the meeting, and then uh, this paper is is given to the CEO, who is giving it to the managers, and then to the workers. This has been uh, like this for. Uh, I don't know, like since the industrial uh, revolution, this is not uh, up to date for the internet world. And uh, this is where DAOs really have to have something in order to make those governance uh, evolve. I'm really excited to see where things will go. But I have clients from a variety of landscape that uh, it's crazy right now. I told you, those jewelry makers, uh, people who are raising uh, shrooms, people who are doing permaculture, <laughs> uh, people who are doing uh, vertical farms. This is so exciting. It's so exciting because it's like the story arc of Web3 is absolutely perfect because the value creators, the value extractors got fucked last year, basically. 3AC, uh, FTX, like all of those people that were now obviously not here to provide value, but here to get as much as they want. Like, I'm so glad. I mean, I have no hate for anyone. I don't wish any ill to anyone, any bad things. I'm really kind of happy for the world that what happened to SBF happened to SBF because his pretense of being um, selfless and a philanthropist and making all of this money who so he could uh, give it away. And then it turns out that he's just... Mm. Like, uh, <laughs> just a kid that thought that he yeah. could do whatever and take everything and just really, really shady guy. And so now you have the villains that are obvious and it actually gives room to people like us who, like, we care about this. We actually are building this and we understand that society functions as a whole and not based on individualism. It's you should try to make a living for yourself and you should try to make money and you should try to provide for you and your close ones and your family. Mm -hmm. But if you're winning results in someone else losing, then you haven't really won. And it's not even just philosophical. It's, 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 I don't know. I don't even know. Uh, I, I mean, I, I get, I get a little bit excited on, on yeah, I got around, you completely around these like, subjects. Uh, what I'm telling myself is when people will, will come at my uh, funerals, this is maybe too deep, but uh, I just want to, hmm. so 
it will be horrible if people were just like, okay, uh, in the balance, uh, he made a lot of, mon of money, but he made lose a lot of money as well. What I want is people saying, because of uh, giving uh, the right contacts to the right person, uh, be because helping as much people as he could, he brought value to all those people uh, that were interested uh, in uh, his skills. This was just to illustrate what you were saying. But, but I yeah, agree. I and there's, I think there's more and more of us. I think we're starting to realize that the way things were, I mean, that's the hope, that's the optimist in me. Yeah, I think a lot more people are, are starting to realize this and, and want to do the same. I know that there's a lot of people who are not, but it's okay. We'll, we'll, con we'll convert them, um, eventually. And what I love about decentralization, and that's a slightly other subject, but it's, or Web3, it's that, With Web3, you don't need to go and work for an NGO and not get paid anything. And, and you don't need to give yourself away in order to do good. You can actually do good and still get paid. Mm -hmm. it, it's still capitalism. You're still a participant. You're still creating value. But instead of creating 100 and keeping 80 for yourself and giving away the minimum 20, we're switching it back. You're going to mm -hmm. get something that is not billions i hope that we see less billionaires in in the futures or billionaires that use their money uh uh less but i, it, I like to be that optimistic me, that, uh... yeah i know i know and i mean it's it, it's not about the money that you have or the net worth that you have if i'm a billionaire in a few years or in a lot of years i want all of this worth to be in 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 these types of ecosystems. I want to be, I want to have a, a stake in ecosystems that matter, that have a positive impact in the world and that understand the power of, I think we're going to see a wave and, and you'll tell me what you think about this, but I think we're going to see a wave of like virtual, uh, virtuous uh, capitalism or moderate capitalism or fair mm. capitalism. Yeah, that was exactly what I, I, I wanted to say is that Web3 is maybe the, like the best alternative to, It is surely, I would say, the best alternative to the existing uh, system we, we had for for up to uh, hundreds of years. I didn't know about this uh, terminology, fair capitalism. Or, uh, Me neither. Let's invent it. Yeah, yeah, but uh, this, is, this is great. I like the idea behind it. It's still possible to create as much value as we had with uh, capitalism as, as it is nowadays. But the distribution of uh, revenues behind it, especially in the country that couldn't play the game because they didn't have any internet access or any bank uh, banking system, now with decentralization they can have access to the game as well and get their share when yeah. working uh, but since now the, the game was completely unfair and right now uh, when people are getting loans from Aave we don't know how many chains we have uh, as uh, people from Western uh, Europe but in yeah. Africa in uh, really poor countries this uh, for them is, is so huge and, um, it's a huge gift yeah so this is all thanks to Web3 and I hope it will uh, help uh, redistribute the money between uh, every people in in the world. And I hope I'm, I'm not too optimistic uh, expecting this. I think it's good. I think it's a, it's good to have some some a, a healthy dose of optimism and of delusion because otherwise you, you don't do anything. But this like this obviously resonates a lot with me because what we're trying to do, our mission uh, with uh, Project Magenta is literally to bridge the opportunity gap and the wealth gap that goes with it, with Web3. And I 100% believe that it is feasible and that it is possible. And it just comes with 
people with right intention who have the the right skills. Because I think that before the people who wanted to have an impact were trying to rebel against the system from outside the system. And they wanted to break something that they didn't belong to and that they thought should not be the way that it was. And, and so they were kind of clashing against it. Whereas now we're actually coming in and saying, hey, capitalism is actually okay. It's, it's not the worst system uh, possible. It, it could work. But let's try this slightly different thing where we're still making money. We're still generating profit, generating revenue, creating value. But we're doing it in a way that actually gives the people uh, who have less power and a, a more of a chance and less of a glass ceiling and they can get in. There's no, they don't have to pay hundreds of dollars that they don't have in order to access this. Yeah, I think I understand why the people at the top right now might view it as something that is a little bit dangerous. But I think that if, if they look a little bit closer, they, they, they'll see that it's actually good for everyone. Don't Don't try to squash it. Just invest in it. De de deploy your capital in a way that you're yeah taking advantage of this just don't buy 50% of a supposedly decentralized network because that just won't work what I like about what, what you just said is uh, what you said is uh, that uh, the smart money uh, is truly anxious and uh, is scared about what's happening right now I, I do think that uh, what we saw happening with Wall Street Bets two years ago right uh, now so this was really <laughs> go so fast yeah this was such a great example of how People, uh, thanks to the wisdom of crowd and thanks to the power of mass, could make uh, a difference on the fight against gigantic hedge fund. And for me, this is only the beginning of people uh, noticing on uh, gaining awareness uh, toward the fact that they have the power, thanks to internet and thanks to being uh, connected uh, all together where, wherever yeah, we not are. Not being isolated anymore. Yeah. You're so right. I was closely uh, following this thing with Wall Street Bets. I was on, on Reddit every night putting money on uh, Blackberry, uh, Nokia, on, uh, on all those. Uh, uh, Did you buy GameStop? No, I didn't. I didn't. So the thing is, uh, we, uh, everybody was on Reddit and uh, everybody was uh, putting names of uh, stocks uh, at the same time. Uh, you just had to, to choose your your battle. Uh, you couldn't put... Uh, so if, yeah, it can be everywhere. You, yeah. I, I remember I was uh, uh, still working at the time with my team uh, in Bordeaux in south of France. And I, we were at the hotel uh, and uh, they were uh, waiting for me uh, in order to go have dinner at the restaurant with a client. I was just in front of my of my computer just uh, <laughs> watching this live on the market, just realizing how it was powerful. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, wow. It was so crazy. Smart Money followed that with a lot of attention. Of, of course, they are scared of, of all of this phenomenon. And at the same time, it's, it's too big for them. It's too big. It is too big for them. But they, they, if they're actually smart money, they should see that power is not inherently good or bad. It depends on, on how you use it. And the crowd has it when they realize that they do. If you believe in something, if you get enough people to believe that they have the power, like Reddit did for the whole uh, Wall Street bets thing. And, and so if smart money is that smart, 
they should just realize that decentralization and that Web3 is actually their opportunity to leverage this. Their opportunity to to come in and and participate in this. And yes, you're not going to come in and you're not going to pressure people into buying the majority. You're not going to get uh, 80% of a network or 70% of the network. And you wouldn't want to. You'd want to own the fair number, the fair amount, and to make sure that you... Because the, the least you take, the more other people get. And a lot of these people who have skin in the game, who have a stake in it, will then participate in activating the network effect and activating further wisdom of the crowd and, and, and getting people in. And, and I think that when everyone wins, then it's, it is truly a, a win. And that's what you're, you're sporting a, a board at Yacht Club as your, as your profile picture. And I think that there, there are a lot of things around that project. And I actually think I want to talk with you a little bit to see what you think. But one of the things that they definitely did so well was to make, to activate the people who were inside into becoming the biggest brand ambassadors and to, they were the most vocal group on Twitter for such a long time and they established themselves and they, they paced it so well in the, in the serum drop and the way the Macy, uh, the, the, um, the mutants came in and, and the way the kennels came in. And I think that there's a really interesting there's a really interesting lesson and a really interesting masterclass in that. To speak about this, uh, I, I will tell you s something. I, so I, I rarely speak about uh, about this story. So I minted my board ape directly from from the website, and I, I sold it for one point three uh, Ethereum one month later. You could see this transaction on OpenSea actually. So I I still have it I'm, as my <laughs> Discord profile picture, but I, mm. I don't have it anymore. And, um, Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, that's this, unfortunate, but it happens. Yeah, but, yeah it happens. On uh, you know what? This is the cost of the lesson I I learned uh, from it, and it's it's an expensive lesson. But <laughs> but uh, as you were saying <laughs> at the end, what, what I do like with that uh, ecosystem, and specifically with uh, Web three. Uh, not a traditional stock market uh, is that there is so much volatility and so much things happening. Everything is such an experience. Every mistake that you make on every uh, thousand of K euros you're, you're losing is, is each time a great uh, lesson. And this is the way I, I'm seeing things at the time. And in order to respond to your, to your question, um, so after that, I have to say, uh, after this bad experience uh, of mine, uh, I didn't get uh, that much uh, a close look to the uh, Yuga Labs uh, board ape community. But but what they did is, is truly an, an amazing uh, work of communications on Yuga Labs buying uh, MeBeats on, on buying uh, all the other uh, cool uh, NFT projects. It really made uh, Yuga Labs uh, a, a a giant uh, in the space of NFTs right now. In beer market right now, we, we can't uh, really uh, see it. But uh, I, I do think that the future for Yuga Labs uh, will be like a big group uh, owning all the blue chip uh, NFT. They understood things before anything el anyone else. And uh, this explained their success. We can talk about their success some more because it's, I don't know if you saw, there's a, um, a class action suit that was just filed. I think it was a few days ago. By two, yeah. yeah, it's it's actually really interesting because I, I I'd heard about some components of of this 
but it, it's really it's really hard to dissect and to really know what is hearsay, what is actually true, what is not true, because um, Web three is still such a small pot, and so you have a lot of interests that go against each other. There's still quite a bit of individualism, despite all the good actors that we've been talking about. And what this uh, suit says is that I might butcher his name. I think it's uh, something O'Leary or O'Siri um, came in as a manager and basically has a lot of uh, a lot of connections. And there was a partnership with MoonPay and you had... MoonPay that was supposedly facilitating the purchase of uh, high value NFTs uh, for people. That's that that was part of their business model. I, I think that that's what I read in the lawsuit. But what supposedly happened is that instead of facilitating, they were actually buying uh, board apes, giving them away to influencers, and then paying the influencers for the marketing without disclosing that it was actually marketing. And so, mm. I do think that Yuga and 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 the board ape team did a lot of things very well, but it's hard not to think that there were um, shady things, uh, weird mm. things going going on. Um, I'm not even going to go into the writer rips thing because that's just, I, I still don't know what to think of that. It, it, it raises some very interesting questions because those are some, if they are true, allegedly, well, I, I'm not, I'm not going to, it's not my place to say if I think they are or not, but if there are true what do you think of this? Because it's really aggressive. It's like marketing at all costs, benefit at all costs. You have Anderson Horowitz, uh, A16Z, that came in right around that time that also has a stake in MoonPay. So it creates such a very interesting uh, pot. And does yeah, does that take away from, from the ethos? Does that take away from Web3? Your question is is like how come does Andres Horowitz come at the right time always uh, with MoonPay? You is that is is that it? Yeah, that's 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 part of it. I mean, I'm I'm a little bit dumbfounded. I'm a little bit uh, there. There's a little part of me that's the diehard Web three natural network effect, natural ambassador, and then there's also like I've studied growth hacking. I've tried to use it because I've, I've never been a very efficient at it, but I, there are ways to have growth and there's definitely like anything that's done to the extreme can go borderline on, on the dark side. And I don't know if I really have a question other than like, what do you think of this? Do you think there's a limit uh, that we shouldn't cross? I don't know. It's been a, it's been more than an hour already. So maybe my friends. Yeah. About the first part of your thoughts. So it's yeah. always those, uh, it's really numerous actors, like 20, 15 people who are always there at the good time in the, the perfect mm -hmm. momentum. I'm sure about one thing is that there is insider, insider groups, uh, Telegram groups or WhatsApp groups. I, myself, I, I do have insider groups where I have insider information. One of them is Crypto Tester. And I, I will uh, suggest everyone um, to join uh, Crypto Tester. Uh, that is a community with only... Uh, uh, web free entrepreneurs on the uh, blockchain native uh, investment funds uh, make make it market maker so people who are deeply uh, rooted into web free on uh, all day long so it's really an engaged community on all day long it's a nft based community all day long people are sharing some have some information about the market these groups at my level give me some informations uh, about the market before mm. uh, 
uh, anyone else. But I'm sure there is groups I will never ac have access to or, or parties in Miami or I don't know where where uh, yeah. decision, decisions are being taken uh, with uh, information. Andresen uh, Orovitz that invested in FTX. I'm sure I will be wrong about the figures, but they lost something like $1 billion because of FTX. But uh, yeah. they are still in positive right now, having gained more than 20 times what they lost uh, on FTX on uh, printing one of the best years ever for A16Z. So, um, yeah, it's insane, man. Yeah. It's insane what having <laughs> capital can do. Yeah, I, I've been part of this world when, when I was working in merger acquisition. I met tons of uh, VCs, but I do think there is a huge step between European VCs and uh, those uh, American funds because I, I went into VC office that were managing uh, hundreds of millions of uh, dollars in Paris and um, their office was only two rooms with uh, four people working around computers. So behind it, it's, it's nothing, but those US uh, VCs are something else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was my life. Post I don't know if it's it. any representation. Yeah, it, it must have been an interesting life. I, I wish I, I wish I'd seen. Like, I, I wish I could see what it is like. I've watched. Have you seen the watch uh, the show Billions? No. It's a, it's a pretty good one. I don't know how representative it is, uh, but you're interested in finance and all this stuff. If you ever, mm. if you're ever in need of a show, uh, it's billion or billions, uh, something like okay. this. Uh, it's a really good one. My thought behind this is that we do think the smart money has everything three years in advance and they know exactly, uh, which, uh, industry will, uh, will pop up in the next, uh, few months. So they are doing an amazing job, you know, the, to help entrepreneurs, uh, they are not only here for making mm. money, but a lot of them are really positively. Uh, acting toward the entrepreneur ecosystem. But we saw it with uh, intelligence, uh, artificial intelligence right now. Nobody was expecting ChatGPT to be a so huge thing in the space. And I saw uh, VC really close uh, of mine that uh, from day to another just created a new vertical in the investment thesis uh, saying, uh, okay, now we are fully into uh, intelligent, artificial intelligence <laughs> and uh, we are creating a $100 million vehicle in order to uh, to get investments uh, on this. And, um, if things are going so fast, I do think there are things um, at the same time as we do, we people are interested yeah. in uh, deep tech on uh, following stuff uh, on LinkedIn uh, on everything. But uh, yeah, this uh, last example with um, uh, all the thing around artificial intelligence. So I, I saw it that so fast. was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. I, I say what they had one it million so users in, in something like one week or first week of... Uh, yeah, it, but it's so... Yeah, it's so surprising. It's not... Like in retrospect, it, it's it's not easy to see the power of it because like I couldn't wait to tell like five or 10 of my friends about it. Like, oh my God, look what I did. I had a full on conversation with ChatGPT for like 45 minutes around spirituality and wow. self-development. Wow. And it was... It was really cool. And it, and it got me and it got me. And, and I was telling my, my girlfriend who's not amazed, not, uh, I mean, <laughs> kind of, but, but not really. And I was telling her, Hey, like this AI had a conversation on a subject that is, it's hard. It's, it's expensive. Like, 
Um, how do you get better? What should you do if you're in this or that state? Um, what are some practices that you could implement? And then I was telling it, oh, but you forgot that. And so you should probably, you should probably, I, I think I, I told it, uh, yeah, I think you forgot about introspection. It's really important. And so it bounced off it and be like, yeah, actually introspection is a very important component of uh, self-development. It develops self-awareness. Like, and this is day one. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is an alpha version of a tool that stopped the testing, uh, I think it, in 2021. And so when it actually goes live, when it starts to not just do things off of a database, but also adjust to the user that's using it, it's going to be, be crazy. Eh? Yeah, Microsoft just, in, just injected $10 billion uh, in it. Like uh, As you said, it's just the alpha version. That happened. On, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was announced uh, yesterday. Yeah, I played a lot with uh, it. Uh, fuck it. It's truly uh, redesigning a, a lot of, lot of uh, jobs. Like, the first thing that comes to my, my mind was, um, okay, so now on this or that topic, people will write in 10 sec a 600 pages uh, book. And I went to Kindle. I do have my Kindle. And uh, I went to to Kindle and uh, I saw a lot of new books uh, coming out of nowhere and uh, people are <laughs> like there is so many new business opportunity uh, behind it and uh, I'm seeing on LinkedIn people who are in Web3 who are now experts in, in uh, artificial intelligence and uh, like out of nowhere Wave uh, yeah. and they, they, they just want to to catch the hype on um, yeah I I, I I'm, I'm sure it will be it will be a thing, and I'm really excited to see the the bridge between uh, Web3 on uh, on uh, artificial intelligence. Um, Me too. The application. Where do you see it? See it? Because I've thought about it, and it's so obvious that there will be a bridge. But I, I, I even I thought about how do we implement AI into our business processes. I have a couple ideas. It's going to be interesting, but it's not life changing yet. And I, I'm very curious to to hear about what you think the, yeah, the bridge I, will happen between the two. I, it has such thousands of applications, but uh, like the, all the paths for the yields in the loans uh, protocols as Aave, artificial intelligence uh, cooled in, in the matter of second, uh, find the best pass in order to, for user to, to get the most of their yield uh, every every day or every hour. Like the, the opportunity are too, are, are too big. Yeah. You're right. It's probably what's what's preventing, it will permeate everything. It, it will probably just seep into all the infrastructure and and you will get into discord and instead of asking a million questions to content uh, to a moderator you'll go into a, a chat bot and and you'll mm-hmm. open a support ticket and you'll ask questions and the AI will be able of answering will be capable of answering 95 percent of the questions they'll be able to go into the blockchain and and Say, hey, this is what happened to your money. You send it into Polygon instead of sending it on on BSC. I'm such a tech optimist. I I do think that tech used well can be very powerful. For the first time in many years, I was actually a little bit scared of Mm. what's going to happen. And holy shit, I hope that it could very well further the divide between the people who have access to it and and not access to it. Mm. Yeah, if it stays uh, as it is, like uh, open source uh, on free, it's, it's not a problem, I think. But uh, clearly, it will 
make the gap bigger between people who are working hard and people who are working smart. You will be able to do so many tasks and save so many hours thanks to artificial intelligence. And in my workflow, my daily workflow, I'm implementing so many, uh, so many artificial intelligence uh, already that people who, who know to work, uh, to work uh, smartly will gain uh, productivity on, um, on, on people working just uh, hard uh, without uh, using the, the tools that are exi- existing. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is uh, one more opportunity for people to jump uh, into entrepreneurship on, on, uh, like with all those uh, intelligence enabling you to do uh, text uh, to code and uh, build a website from uh, what you want as a feature. It's just crazy for the frictions people add uh, about knowledge on, on everything. And administration, you just made me think of administration when, when you have paperwork to do. Yeah, 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 exactly. And an exactly. intelligence and art and AI will very well be capable of like l- going into your transactions, looking at your invoices and be like, boop, 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 boop. All right, this goes there. Bam, bam, bam. This is your uh, declaration. This is how much. Um, how much taxes you should pay. Or, yeah, just no, going no, back to DAOs, BIP uh, is a DAO tool that just implemented uh, ChatGPT free. Uh, so the previous version of ChatGPT, this is just a free tri- free tip for people who will be listening to this one and a half uh, hour uh, podcast, but it enables, <laughs> um, it's a huge improvement for DAOs because as you were saying, uh, it's like a chatbot on your Discord. Instead of having a moderator always responding to the same uh, Q&As on uh, FAQs on um, Discord, for example, uh, Doos AA will uh, help uh, the core team uh, educate um, their uh, the contributors by giving them uh, all the response they need. Uh, where is the white paper? What is the aim of the DAO? How can I participate to, to that or this? vote uh, what is the what is it called the vote. bip uh, dot uh, so and there's going to be so much so many so much stuff to link to oh, that's yeah. so powerful what was your question again uh Polymas? i was going to ask what uh what what you've already started um implementing in terms of ai in your daily workflow yeah for example my as, as you saw my english is not uh, <clears throat> that academic so uh, when i'm uh, writing in english uh, i'm using a deepl i'm not sure do you know deepl uh, oh yeah yeah deepl yeah yeah you can you can just uh, write uh, your text in uh, any language you want and you will uh, translate it in a perfectly academic uh, english that's ai yeah it is it is I didn't know. I mean, yeah. yeah uh, now that I think of it, obviously, I hadn't made a connection, but yeah, it makes sense. Mm. And then, uh, as soon as I have a question uh, business related, I'm I'm asking uh, ChatGPT, like, um, <laughs> like no, What's really, the latest it's, question it's, you asked it. The latest question I asked is: so I, I have a I have a twin brother uh, that is uh, living in uh, Réunion, Iceland, uh, next to Madagascar, in Africa. And uh, I wanted to, uh, so he just had a little uh, child. And I wanted to make a gift, to give a gift uh, to his uh, newly born, uh, so my nephew, because he's abroad, because in on, on this island, uh, you can't find, so Amazon is not going on this island or it's really expensive. So it's, it's okay. always difficult for, for us to, to bring uh, uh, things there. So I asked ChatGPT, uh, okay, I have a nephew, he's uh, two months uh, old, he's living on Reunion Island, what kind of gift uh, could I send him? And he gave me a list of uh, six to seven uh, uh, proposals and it was uh, perfectly <laughs> perfectly well done. That's it has insane, been sh- yeah. it's insane. It's, it's gonna, AI is going to become our best friend. 
it's going to become yeah. the thing that we that we talk to the most because it's mm. it, it's going to right now we maybe don't not have the habit it's just a question of habit yeah. there you have early adopters like yourself uh you i did the same thing with mid journey i don't know if you've tried it i haven't tried it i've heard about it but i haven't tried it it's fucking crazy okay it's like i'm an artist in in my mind I, I I'm creative. I have ideas, and and but I I I I never took the time to to practice those skills. I can't draw for shit. Uh, I can't paint. I'm I'm finally at 30 learning to to play the guitar. But cool. it, it would take me to draw a picture that resembles slightly what I have in mind, or that portrays the the question, the portrays the the like the the intention that I have. It would take me days, literally days of, I have a meeting, I'm going to do a uh, half an hour of doing this. I have to erase half of it because it's shit and then have to redo it again. I've spent hours and hours on mid journey in the past few days, just creating stuff, creating content for my personal benefit. Like I journal a lot. It, it helps me with my introspective work. It helps me like, uh, it makes me accountable to myself and, And I've I found it interesting to start using AI to put whatever I'm going through into into sort of an image, and it I don't know I'm kind of a, I'm I'm a pretty visual person, so it helps me you know get this information back, and mm. so I find it super powerful. So you and I were were pretty like early adopters. Uh, you've already started using ChatGPT as your assistant as your assistant. I saw um, a tool somewhere. I can't remember where it was. Someone has uh, created a bridge between ChatGPT and uh, Siri. So now you can access uh, ChatGPT with Siri. And that is obviously the future. In the future, we'll have a small something in our ear for the bravest, something in our brain. And you will like instantly just say, hey, uh, hey, Siri, let's uh, <laughs> activate my compute my phone <laughs> what's this or what's that like what time does the store close uh remind me to do this or tell me to do that uh what's the fastest way to do this or that yeah and in five years we'll all be doing that mm, yeah for sure oh my yeah. god that's scary honestly honestly this has been such a great conversation i don't want to like feed it anything else that wouldn't be mm. necessary um I i'll just ask you this what are you looking for right now who are the people that you want to meet What is the type of people that you would want to reach out to you and talk to you uh, based on your current like personal uh, needs or, or professional needs? What I will say is, is, is why we could stay one more, one more hour speaking together. Um, so I'm deeply into uh, humans and I, I'm deeply into uh, personal development as well. Uh, journaling, uh, all the things you said, uh, been meditating two hours for seven years. Uh, we That's why we get along. It. We're on the same brainwave. Yeah, yeah. We, we speak about it maybe maybe one uh, another day. But um, uh, all the people who are really driven toward what they are passionate about or what they want to become, I really have deep connection with those people. And it's working with you, uh, Polymas. Like yeah, yesterday... Yesterday, I met someone who wanted to do a, a DAO, I told you, uh, of uh, about uh, mushrooms and use those mushrooms mm. as nootropics in order to do biohacking and uh, boost his brain. You need to put me in touch with that person. And it was so interesting. And we spent like two hours speaking and I was at tons of things to of work to do. But I will put you in touch for sure. But uh, those people, um, not only about personal development, but it can be 
someone who is playing uh, hockey, someone who is uh, mm -hmm. playing the piano, uh, the guitar, um, who is acting. Uh, but everyone who has a deep passion for something, who is uh, living his life, you know, who is not stuck in a in a, in a life he doesn't uh, want, or stuck and wants to get out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That, that I think this this is the big majority. I have deep connection with all those people, and I, I always take time uh, in order to to learn from them uh, and try to understand uh, their purpose in life. Uh, I think my 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 passion is life. In life, is to meet people uh, my age who have a totally different uh, story of life and understand uh, their vision of the world and what's going on. Uh, and I, I, this is why I, I've, I've traveled so much. Uh, and I spent uh, one year between mm -hmm. uh, Nepal and India, and I'm, I'm going uh, back there in uh, March. I will, sp I will spend two years there. Because uh, in Nepal, I, I bought a motorcycle, and I went uh, to the frontier with uh, Tibet. Uh, on, on the way, I, I met people wow. my age that um, had a deep totally different conception about the importance of uh, working in, in their life. I was in a um, distance relationship with a girl at the, at the moment. I, I, I was uh, struggling badly with, with this relation. And they had so much different vision of love, of uh, family and everything. And uh, it was so mm -hmm. enlightening. This is what is feeding me in my life. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's amazing. It. It's, it's literally the reason why I'm doing this podcast. It's because I love meeting those people. I, it, it I, I keep on meeting them like every other uh, person that I meet, even in, in the realm of web three is the type of person that, that you describe. And we could probably do another hour and a half on, on personal development on our various practices. But one of the things that I've learned a lot, thanks to my um, girlfriend is that other people help you as much, if not more than you help yourself. And I didn't really it wasn't really conscious in me or maybe it was ego uh, related where I, I just thought that I, I was going to figure out uh, what the fuck is wrong with me and how to get better and how, and how to get more happy. But yeah, meeting people, if you're, if you're open enough and that applies to personal development, but it applies to business as well. I think the biggest growth that I've done when it comes to being a, a founder and being a leader is in, like being a leader is not being above the people that you work with and telling them it's a lot more about being with them and listening to what they say and processing what, what they're saying yeah. and processing that information and making sure that it is used in the best way possible. That's why I, I, I've come to see myself. I say CEO sometimes because it, it, it's what speaks to people and their psyche, but I, I see myself as a, as a facilitator. And, and, and I think that's, in, in life and in, and in growth, we're all kind of facilitating each other's growth. We meet, we talk, you inspire me uh, for something, I inspire you for something, and, and, that's, and it always goes both ways. No matter where you are in life, no matter if you're, if you're 50, super successful, if you meditate three hours a day, if you have the perfect relationship, you could meet someone who's 16 and will like completely revamp your, your totally. perspective on life. Totally. Do you want to maybe, do you, do you have people in web three types of people, DAO founders, like who should reach out to you on your LinkedIn or Twitter that we will link somewhere? 
sorry again, uh, Polymas. It, it, uh, it, if someone in Web3 would want to reach out to you, who are you looking for? Uh, DAO founders, uh, uh, people who want to help you build your business, or like who are you looking for at the moment who should reach out to you when they, they've listened to this podcast? Anyone. If I can help uh, with the skills I, I'm, I'm doing, like uh, helping founders uh, get uh, non-delity funding or people who want to bring DAO to to build DAOs, if I can help them with uh, with with doing that, I'd be more than happy. Above all, anyone who is interested in my life, in my track, in what I'm doing, and mm. wants to learn more, feel free. And I'd be, I'd be more than happy to meet other people who have a common That's interest awesome. with, with myself. And uh, yeah, it's like I, I have many slots open. I'm I have, I think I have something like 18 to 20 slots uh, open of uh, half an hour uh, every every week, and uh, and I'm meeting uh, 18 to 20 person a week. I love this. Like, uh, feel free, and uh, I'll be more than glad to. That's really cool. And, and for anyone who's not already convinced by this. Um, lengthy conversation i've i've started to to slowly work with um Corentin with cox uh, uh a few weeks ago and and he is compassionate and he is empathetic and he listens and he understands definitely definitely one of the smartest people i've i've met in in web3 terms and in general terms and and so i i, I highly recommend um anyone uh go to him for any any needs that they have Thanks a lot. Um, any last words? My, my pleasure. Man. It was great speaking with you. And thanks again yeah, for the invitation. Awesome. And it will happen again. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we'll, we'll do this again in a few weeks or in a few months. Right.